Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Good afternoon and good evening, rugby fans. Welcome to episode 189 of the DNVR Rugby Podcast. My name is Colton Strickler. I'm your host. Doing a little bit different of a show today. Uh, Sponsored elements are moving around. That's up in flux. Uh, Some transitions. Uh, So we're just going to kind of freestyle. We're going to go off the top of our head. First thing I'll start off talking about, uh, Lene Latu. He's on tour with the Eagles right now. They beat Romania last Saturday. Uh, a couple of new guys picked up some caps, which is cool, made their debut. Luke White being one of them, friend of the program. Congrats to Luke. He deserves it. Uh, Lene, like I said, Lene Latu's in camp, though. Um, was not rostered in that win last weekend. Hoping to see him on a roster this weekend as they get set to take on Portugal. Um, and if he doesn't play in that one, I would imagine we'd see him on the roster against Georgia um, or against Stad Toulousean in Salt Lake City in September. So we have a couple of chances left for him to make the team, make a make a debut, which would be good. Um, kind of in that same vein, another guy in the Colorado XO program, well, like the original Colorado XO su- success story, really, David Still, um, if you recall, played with the Colorado XOs for a little bit, was like one of the first guys that come through the crossover program that made a jump to the big time. Uh, was recently on the Sevens Tour with the team. Um, he announced earlier this week that he will depart the Men's 7 program at the end of August to pursue opportunities with the XFL and the NFL. So it sounds like he's got an XFL contract lined up, um, and he's obviously hoping to make a splash and make it to the NFL, which is his ultimate dream, which is cool that that's still on the table for him. Um, I'm kind of bummed he's not playing rugby anymore, but you know, you got to chase your dreams. And, and that's one thing I've said on this podcast a million times that I've always admired about those XO guys is that they're not scared to take a jump and, and go, you know, chase a dream like this. So um, that's cool of David. I think he's got a home in rugby if he decides to come back. Um, but right before the Olympics, going to be a little bit tough to, you know, get back into it. As I've, I've talked to other people that have gone through the program a little bit, um, and being an Olympian sounds so intense. That's something that you need to, you know, that needs to be your goal. That needs to be something that you're working for day in and day out. Um, you can't have one foot in, one foot out the door. So maybe we'll see David come back and play rugby later down the road. Um, but we're wishing him all the best as he pursues a football opportunity. 
think that's really all I got in that sense. Um, yeah, I don't have much else to say. Just kind of what's well, been quiet, getting ready for Rugby Town 7s. Um, that's kind of has something to do with the interview we've got coming up here in a couple of minutes. Um, as far as rugby you could watch this weekend, USA men play Portugal in Portugal. Last week's game was on the Rugby Network. Hopefully that's the case again this weekend, but I think Flo can decide whether or not they want to pick it up. So we'll just keep an eye on that. Um, but let's go ahead and kick it to my conversation with Tim Stanfill. Tim Stanfill is a Rugby Town 7's legend. You know, if you've been to any Rugby Town 7's, you've probably seen him. Um, he's got a unique haircut. His name gets called a lot because he makes a lot of plays. He's played for a few different teams. Uh, but as we get closer to Rugby Town 7's, thought there'd be nobody better to speak with about the tournament, um, to the, the competitiveness of the tournament, what makes it unique, all that good stuff, than Tim. Uh, won it with the Jesters last year, was the player of the tournament last year. Uh, so he knows Rugby Town 7's better than anybody. Um, and, and it was a good chat with him. Never talked to him before, um, but enjoyed catching up with him, learning a little bit about Rugby Town from his perspective. And we're looking forward to watching him play here in a couple of weeks when the 2023 tournament gets going on August 25th. So with that, let's go ahead and kick it to my conversation with Tim Stanfield. All right, very pleased to welcome on a special guest to the podcast today. We've got Rugby Town 7's legend, Tim Stanfield. Tim, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me. Um, I'm excited to talk to you. You you know, you've been involved with Rugby Town 7's for a while. Um, I've been around it for a little bit, and I'm excited to get into it. we got it coming up here in two weeks, so it's coming quick. But, Tim, the first question we ask everybody that comes on the show, just tell us a little bit about where you're from. Uh, originally from uh, Vancouver, Washington, um, played at Central Washington before moving to Seattle, and then um, just kind of rugby's kind of taking me all over from there. Very nice. How'd you get into rugby? Uh, high school, actually. One of my uh, one of my good buddies who I played high school football with was the captain of the club team in uh, in Vancouver, and he's like, "Hey, just come out and uh, watch our game on Saturday, and bring your cleats. We never seem to have enough guys, but yeah, just come out and watch and." I didn't bring my cleats, and uh, sure enough, they didn't have enough guys, and so I ended up wearing cleats that were three sizes too big for me, and got thrown into a game my very first match. When that's a that's a great story. When did you know you had the bug? Like, when did you realize it click in your brain? Like, man, this is actually really fun. Probably that first game. Yeah, um, yeah knew nothing about the sport. Had never seen it, never heard of it at that time. Um, you know, I think I maybe have heard the. The, the word around but never really even knew much about it and then yeah that first match all I knew was they threw me the ball and they said don't pass just run straight mm-hmm. um and yeah I think I scored three tries in that game and and never looked back well here you are now playing in 2023 rugby town sevens um it's coming up are you ready for it Tim oh yeah yeah I, I look forward to this tournament every year you know for sure probably one of the best tournaments we have around here if not you know, internationally with uh, the talent that comes in. So it's always good to challenge yourself against the best. So, yeah, I can't wait. Definitely. How many have you played and how many of these ones? Good question. Um, I go back and forth on this all the time. I think I've only missed one. Uh, one, maybe two. Um, yeah, so that sounds about right. you got to be one, one of the rare ones then. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. I know. I think Taylor Howden, he, he's been involved in some capacity in every one – He's transitioned to a coaching position, but yeah, you got to be up there with guys that have played in like the most of these, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure 
yeah, I want to say I've only missed one or two. So yeah, I've been around since the beginning, back when it was you know Sarevi Town, and mm-hmm. back when you know Sarevi would put teams in. It was Sarevi Town, Seattle, Atavis. Um, so yeah, I kind of played a played 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 my way through a few different tournaments here. Yeah, definitely. How many teams have you played for? Because I think I remember <laughs> you playing for. Well, there was Life West for sure. I know you've been running with the the Jesters the last couple years, and I think you got a new team this year, correct? Yeah. So. I probably I don't even have enough fingers to count how many teams I played in. <laughs> um, let's see. I started out with the Seattle guys, um, and then you know that team changed names a few times. But I was with that team the good a good first four or five years, um, and then I played with actually I think it was SoCal Griffins okay. was uh, the next team I played with. Um, played with Collegiate All Americans as well. Um, so yeah, Collegiate All-Americans, then it was Griffins, then I played with, uh, Life West or CCIG, and then it was Jesters for a few years, and yeah, now I got a new team this year. Nice. Uh, do you want to share about who you're playing with this year? Yeah, so, uh, I'll be playing with, the uh, Tsunami Barbarians. Nice. I know, they had a good run last year, they always put together exciting sides, so that, that should be fun to see at this year's tournament for sure. Um, you talked a little bit about it already, but like I've talked to, you know, I've talked to Cody Melfi on the show, um, you know, down Stanford is a friend of the program. So I've had him on quite a few times. And one thing they always talk about is how unique this tournament is, because it is like a, a great chance to dip your toe into that next level of rugby, right? Like it's a good blend of, you know, guys that have played in the Olympics and, you know, guys really trying to test themselves kind of like coming up through the ranks. Is that kind of how you feel and what makes this tournament so new, unique to you? Yeah. Um, well, one, I think it's, you know, the big, it's the biggest tournament we have here in the States. And so, you know, being close to home and, uh, you know, wanting to represent and play, play stateside as much as possible. This, it's always been a, a tournament that's dear and uh, true to my heart. Um, again, also kind of playing for the all Americans back in the day, you know, I, I kind of got my, my start going through the ranks and sevens, um, that way. And then, um, yeah, I mean, this tournament's awesome because again, you never know who's going to show up from year to year. Um, some years you'll have, you know, the German development team and the German national team. Some years you'll have South Africa sending some guys to play. So, um, you know, we've got Fijian internationals, uh, we've got, you know, Olympic gold medalist. Uh, so you're. The, ta- the level of talent at this is, um, you know, by far, I would say, the best tournament I've ever played in. Um, and, you know, myself and being the competitive nature that I am, I, I always like to challenge myself against the best. So there's nothing better than lining up against somebody who's, you know, got a list of accolades next to their name. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, and we've already covered you played in a ha- quite a few of these now. Do so you have a favorite Rugby Town 7's memory? You probably have a few memories of this tournament. Um. That's a good question. Again, um, I don't know. I mean, it's there's nothing like winning it. Yeah. Um, you know, there's been I've been knocking on the door several times, uh, and I think you know, really, once we uh, winning it, I don't think there's no, another no, not a better feeling than you know lifting that trophy at the end of the tournament um, after a grueling three days tournament. That's the other thing about the format of this is. You know, you really get to test uh, your your strength and your willpower. Um, you know, when that second day soreness kicks in on day three, mm-hmm. and you got to play two games before you know you get to the finals. So um, that's another thing that's you know awesome and unique about this tournament is there's not many three day tournaments that you're playing 67 games for. You know, the armed forces guys that uh, yeah. you know you really get to 
get to put your body and your, your mentals to the test. But yeah, I think last year winning it with gestures was, was super sweet. Um, especially being that, you know, I wasn't even rostered the first game and then, uh, you know, was able to kind of come in and, and do my part, um, in a role that I had never played before and playing prop. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, to, to be a man of the tournament at the end as well was, was probably the icing on the cake. Yeah, that is awesome. Can, can you try to articulate what that's like for, you know, people that have will never experience, like, what is that like to, what does your body feel like to play, you know, in a final after, like you just said, you've been put through the ringer, you've been playing, you know, super hard rugby for three straight days. Like how, what does that feel like? Oh, it's, to me, it's the best feeling in the world. Um, <laughs> That's why you do it and, and other people don't. <laughs> right, right. I mean, a lot of people think I'm pretty sadistic when I say my favorite feeling is that day after a tournament um, when, you know, every bone, every muscle in your body aches and is sore and you don't want to get out of bed. But uh, it just helps you feel, you know, alive, like you use your body, like you did something. Um, and, yeah, that, that, that third day is the hardest thing is getting up in the morning. But then once you get up, you get your breakfast, you, you get your head around, Hey, it's finals footy day. Um, you know, that, that extra little, oomph, it's like all the pain aches and soreness is once you cross that white line, go away. Um, and so, yeah, then it's just, then it's just, you know, what do you got against the men in front of you? Yeah, definitely. Oh, that, that's good to hear. That's I'm um, thank you for sharing that. Cause like I said, a lot of people won't, won't know what that feels like. And so put it into words is a little bit helpful. Uh, Tim, how many nicknames has Dallin Stanford given you over the years? Oh, a lot. Uh, I think <laughs> I get different, different one each year and they get a little more creative each time. Yes. Uh, this last year's one is probably my favorite. I mean, he's had some really good ones in the past. Some that, you know, uh, we won't, we won't repeat out loud, but, um, <laughs> this, this last one, the possum, I think has uh, really resonated a lot with, uh, people who know me and, <laughs> Uh, yeah, Dallin, Dallin's always great with, uh, the commentating and, and the nicknames are, are never short of spectacular. Yes, definitely. I I'll have him on, I'll see him week of the tournament. I have him on the week of the tournament every year. So I'll be sure to ask him. I've asked him about the nicknames before, but yes, the possum, that was a good one. My, my next question was going to be if that, you know, what was your favorite one, but it sounds like that one's taking the cake. Yeah, the possum was good. And then a few years ago, um, uh, he called me the the white Fijian because I was uh-huh. on a team of all all Fijians, <laughs> and I was the only white guy. So the yeah. white Fijian, which then then came to be the white Zulu. So yeah, um, that 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 was also another one that was definitely one of my favorites as well. Yeah, he's a creative fella, Dallin is. Uh, we'll be sure to ask him about that. So, what do the next couple of weeks look like for you? Are you playing in in nationals this weekend, or is it just kind of you know full steam ahead for Rugby Town Sevens? What does that look like for you? Yeah, so my mindset and prep right now is for uh, nationals. Um, I actually fly out later today, so I worked all week and all day yesterday, and then uh, drove eight hours up to the Bay Area, um, and I'm gonna fly out of here to go to nationals. So I'll have a red eye flight tonight, land in the morning. Um, we'll do our walkthrough, our training, kind of do a blowout, and get my body ready for that. And then uh, you know we're we're full steam ahead for Saturday, Sunday for nationals, um, and then I fly back Monday. Monday after I land, I, I drive eight hours back home, uh, work all day Tuesday, uh, work all week, and then the following week I fly out on uh, – or do the drive back up here again. Sorry, another eight-hour drive on Monday, fly out Tuesday, um, then go to Groby Town. You're chewing, so, up, you're chewing up the miles, man. That's, that's a lot, I am, that's a lot yeah. of moving around. <laughs> hey, I mean, anybody who plays anybody who plays rugby knows the sacrifices you make to, to do what we do. And, uh, you know, seventh season, it's – 
it's been tough on uh, me physically, mentally, and uh, you know with work and all that. But you know, it's a juggling act, and we I've been doing it for you know 19 years now. So it's a yeah. uh, it's just something you you just understand as part of the grind. For sure. All right, Tim. That's all the questions I had for you, man. Really appreciate the chat. Uh, looking forward to seeing you around here in a couple of weeks and watching you play and seeing you know what new nickname Dallin comes up for you this year. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for having me, and uh, yeah, look forward to seeing you in a couple weeks. All right, hopefully everyone enjoyed that conversation with Tim. I know I certainly did. Looking forward to, to catching up with him when he's in town in a couple of weeks and also watching him play. I'm excited for the tournament this year. Um, it's got a little bit of a different feeling. I think it's going to be really cool, and it's going to be here before we know it. It's already in two weeks. You know, the, the grind really starts a week of. be plenty of teams around, so I'm going to be doing my best to make some content. We've got some fun stuff in the works with DNVR, which I'm excited about. Um, and it's going to be a fun couple of weeks here coming up in a couple of weeks. That offer that I made on the podcast a couple of weeks ago is still on the table, too. I've got Rugby Town 7's weekend passes. All you got to do is send me a DM. They're all yours. We'll get them to you. Um, so send me a DM. We'll go ahead and close the show with the loop. That's not sponsored. I just say that out of habit. Uh, but again, send me DMs, hook you up with some tickets. Keep it locked on all the DNVR stuff, DNVR underscore rugby. That's how you can follow us on Twitter. Looking forward to doing a few more fun interviews before the tournament gets going. I've um, got a couple of things lined up that I'm excited about. And then I'm just excited about the tournament. I, I highly, highly encourage if you've never been and you can make it, you're in town, whatever. Um, I got tickets for you. Just let me know. We want people to come and we want people to see rugby. And, and this is the best place to do it. It's super fun. Games are super fast paced. 62 games over... Uh, the course of three days, people are laying it out. $10,000 on the line doesn't get much better than that. So if you're looking to get into it, uh, now is the perfect time. Just send me a message. We'll make it happen. Uh, but that does it for the show. So thanks, everybody, for listening. I hope you had a great week. Hope you have a great weekend. Uh, we'll catch you all back here next Friday. 